the hardest thing I ever did was take a shower. Jared Singer. When you think of forgiveness, it's like, it, it, it's so easy just to kind of put it as, you know, this person did something in a, an offense to me and, you know, I have to let it go. I have to forgive them, you know, and a lot of people, they deal with it in different type of ways, whether you, they get angry, you know, they physical, <laughs> physically angry, uh, or they internalize it and stuff like that. But most people, when they think of, when you have to forgive someone, they think someone that's, that's opposed to them. And I get it. It's not easy. Um, a lot of times people don't think of the what if aspect of the other person. So a lot of offenses do come whether it's directly or indirect and it gets to the point where you yourself have to take the high road and you have to put yourself in their shoes and to try to figure out why would this person do this? <laughs> why would that person do that? And sometimes there is no excuse, but you have to forgive them anyway. And once you're able to kind of fully just break away from that and give it up to God, you know, it's easier. You just you just get a peace. And a lot of people struggle with that, you know. So I, for one, I have dealt with that. Um, but that has not been my biggest feat for forgiveness. My feat is forgiving myself. You know, it, it kind of goes down to Sigmund Freud. Um, you know, the id, the ego, and the superego. So it will be the the nice balance, the creamy center of, you know, what you're supposed to conduct yourself as. And when you go to the ego, it's more primitive. So, you know, it's, it's direct needs, you know, hunger, uh, sex, and, you know, um, safety. And then you go to the super ego and super ego is more of the empathetic side of it where you're more, um, selfless, than anything so when you go too far to one side you know it becomes an imbalance and obviously you're not working in full capacity uh, and that also leads into uh, Maslow's heresy of needs and <laughs> that goes down to a deeper rabbit hole but I'm going to stick with Sigmund Freud with this episode um, but yes most people they go towards the ego side, you know, this person did this to me, X, Y, and Z, you know, and you have to let it go to forgive them. As I said, my case, I had to forgive myself. And that was because I went too close to the super ego. You may wonder, well, what the hell did you do? Why you have to forgive yourself <laughs> to that point uh, that you're in super ego 
had a lot of time to think and to really bring my grievances, <laughs> my pain and my tears to God, you know, about a lot of things. And, and some things I can't even remember, you know, I, I still don't. I just, I literally give it to him as a blank page of this is what my problem is. <laughs> and um, it's so weird thing where I have to forgive myself you know and I went through a lot of years not even counting myself into the game plan I always always have put people ahead of me and it's just something that I've always done since I was a little girl and it's, it's one of those to retrain it where you're starting to put more focus onto yourself. It's almost, it's not easy. It's not. Um, I find myself having to have to remind myself because I have to reroute it back. You know, that, hello, you're still there. You know, um so I grew up you know in a household I was the oldest and you know I have you know two siblings and I kind of put their everyone's needs ahead of mine and it was strictly through just strict appeasement you know of I just want to be accepted just you know accept me and you know I just want to do this the correct way and When you approach life that way, you're going to crash and burn at at some point. You can't just keep going and thinking that everyone comes first and you never come at that point. You you never get to that point. That's a major no-no. So my pivotal point was when I stopped just thinking of me all together you know and you're depleting yourself you're depleting yourself of, of emotions of, of love of caring and you know it's it's the little things that go up to the big things and you're slowly just giving little pieces of yourself to people and some people look at it as an opportunity <laughs> you know to get as much as they can get and some people, some people look at you with pity, you know, and it's just like, how do you not care about yourself? Easy. <laughs> um, I never did. <laughs> so there is one point in my life and I, I still can't remember it. Can't remember half my childhood. Don't even ask me. There's one point in my life where that was the way I reacted. So something happened, some kind of offense happened to me. And instead of me saying, standing up for myself, you know, and saying, this is not right. You know, obviously you need to get this to where it needs to be. I in turn, well, maybe I deserve this. (laughs) Maybe not say anything because I don't want to, you know, ruffle any feathers. And I walked through life that way. I never wanted to ruffle feathers ever. 
and that has cost me a lot of things in life so it got to the point where we we were raised to appease and that's all we know I wasn't the girl that got her hair done every single week with her nails on her feet like I, I was never that girl you know so I've always put myself last and I've always had to put well I gotta get this done I gotta get this work done I gotta get that the house has to get this the house has to get that you know I've always did everything else and by the time it was just like getting to yourself uh, I'm kind of tired <laughs> I'll do it tomorrow and tomorrow you know you, you'll, you'll do it again the next day I'll do it tomorrow next week I'll do it tomorrow tomorrow never comes tomorrow never came for me I literally just stopped and never went into it so when I got down to my breaking point and it was showing on me that this chick does not care about herself you can just tell she's just a walking trash can (laughs) she doesn't care about herself and people will treat you as such because they see that you treat yourself as such and the saddest part is 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 just that you don't even see it and you're thinking that you don't think it's normal but you accept it easily because that's all you've ever done you've always folded you've you've never had your brave heart moment and and stood for your plight ever so it's just like I'm just gonna sit here and not say anything you're gonna do you I'm gonna turn the other cheek I've never had a problem with forgiving other people I've actually forgiven people quite easily very fast very easily um and I've always come to the point of asking well what did I do to offend this person you know or you know maybe that person didn't mean it that way no one very well that person probably did mean it that way and because you know they know that you're going to forgive them they're going to keep doing it so but you have to look at it in the lens of why am I allowing this you need to stop and because you've done an offense to not letting it stop you need to forgive yourself for not defending yourself I've always looked for other people to defend me always I've always looked for someone to to care the way I cared about them I'm the type of person that I will love you to the depths of your soul there's nothing there's no wrong you can do in my eyes and even though you you know may make offenses it's like back at square one again. It's it's like clean slate. And deep down inside, you know it's not a clean slate. You know that person's hurting you. And you know that person does not care. And you still allow it. I still allowed it. And facing that has been a road. Because... <laughs> I never faced it before. I usually just kind of sweep beneath the rug and just keep going. You know, I keep trucking on. It doesn't matter. I'll get through it. Eh. You know, but they say, you know, 
when it comes to forgiveness, God tells you to forgive seven times 70. That's a lot of forgiving. (laughs) And if I can forgive a person for offending me, fast, easy, doesn't matter. I can just kind of let it go. And it doesn't happen with all the time. It doesn't happen with everyone, you know, but most of the time I, I, I can forgive. It's the times where I need to forgive myself. That's where I stumble and fall every time because it's, it's, it's learned behavior. It's learned behavior to put yourself to the side and, and you need to suck it up and make this person feel better. And it kind of goes deeper than that because it's just like you don't want that person to feel like how you feel so it's a vicious cycle of let me treat you even let me drown you even more in love because <laughs> I don't want you to feel how I feel deep down inside nobody wants to say that so it's hard it's 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 very hard forgiveness is a hard thing to do and I can't sit here and be an advocate and, and tell people, you need to forgive people. I explain to you, it's so easy. You just have to let go. It's not easy because I have to forgive myself and I have to forgive myself every day. And the fact that I was not taking care of myself for such a long period of time, I have to look this woman in the mirror. And when I take my shower and I style my hair and I wash my face and I brush my teeth, I have to look at her. And it's almost like a little hint of guilt because it's just like I went for so long without even taking care of you. The first breaking point that I had, I had came back from the store and it's like three o'clock in the morning. And I said, you know what? I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. And I scrubbed out the tub and I made the tub you know I filled up the tub with piping hot water I mean hot water and when I got in there it was almost like punishing myself that water is scolding your skin and I'm sitting there scrubbing and I'm crying I cried like a baby and I had to apologize to myself and you know I'm sorry for not taking care of you and that was like one of the most gut-wrenching things I had to do because I knew I knew deep down inside that it was just like you haven't paid attention to her for so long she's in a wretched state you can't even bear to look at her and now you're, you're sitting here trying to make it better Nah, like you're gonna feel this guilt. <laughs> so I, I, I had to do, I had to do a lot, and it's, it's, it's weird because it's like you may laugh about it now, but at that time, there was nothing to laugh about. There was nothing cool about this whole situation, and it took a lot of praying and a lot of breakthroughs and praying and more breakthroughs for me to get to that point of get up you need to get up and do what you're supposed to do no one's going to look after you except for God and yourself no one's going to care about you more 
and kind of just like I care about you more than you will ever care about yourself even when I when even when I bring you to your zenith I'm still gonna care about you more (laughs) and that's where it comes down to when you put I and I cannot say this enough when you put your validation in other people when you sit there and you're going to other people see accept me see tell me that I am enough tell me that you know nothing is wasted with me and that person is looking at you like you have five eyes because that's something that's just like what do you mean you don't care about yourself what is wrong with you hello well since you want to act like that I'm going to act like this you know and you automatically give that power to that person because you're literally telling that person indirectly whether you say it or you're not you're better than me so treat me like shit so I can go on with my merry life because you're now you're gonna you know you're just give me confirmation of all of all the times I did it to myself make me feel better you know and that's not something that it's it's a twisted dysfunction dysfunctional type way of thinking and to reprogram yourself of you you're worth it you are worth it enough to wake up in the morning and take care of yourself so this way you can take care of others it's like the airplane you know and airplanes it's crashing and the oxygen mask comes down you cannot take care of anybody else until you put the oxygen mask on yourself it just doesn't happen you have to take care of yourself first how the hell am I in a in any kind of where I should put it like this who am I to sit there and say I'm going to want to take care of you and I can't even take care of myself no person is going to trust you I'm sorry no person is going to truly trust you to sit there and say well, you don't even like, it, it doesn't equate it's, it's, it's not equivalent there's no equilibrium there and the only way that you're able to get through forgiveness is through faith you have to increase your faith because your breakthrough relies on that you have to break through to see what your block to see what your blockage is and that blockage is usually an offense that you know is deep down inside whether you admit it or you don't you know or you remember it or you don't but I don't care if you got to give a blank piece of paper to God and say this is my offense this is this is what what it is why I have to let go of myself he knows what's on that paper you just don't (laughs) and he will take it away and it'll get to the point where I used to go through years trying to figure out what what am I not remembering what am I blocking out to the point where I'm now saying what does it matter what does it matter if I remember it or not it's not gonna solve nothing I still gonna have to forgive myself I'm still gonna have to go on through my life I'm still gonna have to you know day in and day out do what I'm supposed to do that you know me remembering is is not going to have a magic wand and all of a sudden everything is is clear bright as day it doesn't happen that way the only time that, that that does happen is when you fully let go to God and you just you let him take it. 
that's the only that's the only way for you to actually have a clean slate when you truly have a clean slate everything else falls into place once you start doing that and yes i'm the type of person that i have it's it's definitely not unwavering <laughs> my faith goes up and down like a roller coaster sometimes because i tend to overthink i tend to you know so i'm not perfect and we're nowhere near perfect but I try to, even at the times where I feel my lowest and I, I do feel, you know, the attacks, you know, of it to go to go back and not go back to your top. Sometimes you got to go back to your bottom. You got to go back to the bottom of, look, I'm here. I, I'm, I'm just going to sit down and I'm going to pray. I'm just going to just cry out. <laughs> and it works. You get to the point where you start going back to, up to your, your building blocks. And you're just like, okay, I'm back on my path now. I'm good. Because there's times where it's just like, God, you you sure? You know, you sure it is? I'm good? And he's sitting there like, you're right where you need to be. Stop it. Stop trying to look back. Stop trying to figure it out. Let me do it. And you lean on your own understanding that's when that's when things get kind of shaky so don't ever do that <laughs> but um yeah it's 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 one of those type of things where i had to let let it go to god i had to take my bath and wash wash <laughs> my unforgiveness away and every time i get in that damn shower i wash that unforgiveness away <laughs> and you know it's it's something where people they will joke about you know how the hell are you washing your unforgiveness away who the hell does that I do I do and I'm fully holding that and I'm standing by it sometimes people don't think about themselves ever <laughs> it's like the complete opposite of a narcissist (laughs) uh and it is what it was you know um you have to see this as me going into the super ego it's a gift it's a gift you know um td jake says it perfectly (laughs) that feeling that you feel that that you know where if you don't harness it and you don't control it can get out of control me being empathetic to people is something that I'm supposed to master but the only way that I'm going to be able to master is if I master myself so if I don't care how long it takes God doesn't care how long it takes he's he's still with me he, and it's been 34 years. He's still with me. He's still working with me. And it took me 34 years for me to take a bath. 34 years for me to take a bath. To me, For me to take a scolding hot bath and wash my unforgiveness away. That's a long damn time. So, if he's willing to do that stuff for me, and I'm able to get to the point where... I'm now being more empathetic to myself where 
I can't even say I have to say it like this forgiveness has nothing to do with you just saying okay it's just you know it's out the window you have to get to the point where you can master you can master it it's it's so hard to explain you you don't have a there's nothing holding you there's no there's no chain there's no bitterness there's no it just is what it is it's acceptance you know it's it's seeing for what it is and accepting it for what it is this is what happened this is you know this is what I did this is what what x and y x y and z did I like it doesn't matter all I know is is that I got through it that's the key I got through it there's no need to look back once you know that you've made it to the promised land. The hell are you looking back for? You you in the promised land. You're chilling in the promised land and you looking back? That's exactly what I did for 34 years. Constantly looking back. Promised land is right in front of me. And I'm constantly looking back. Because it's just like, well, I, I, I don't think I can take the step because, you know, it's me. Yes, yes, this is the reason why you're going to the promised land. Because it's you. <laughs> God specifically speaks to you because he has your promised land right in front of you. And if you are so blinded that you can't even see it, yes, he works with you, but you're cheating yourself and you're cheating other people that love you, people that truly love you. You actually start to see what real love is and a lot of the times people think that forgiveness is weakness you know oh she still keeps in contact she must you know she weak not really I forgive you enough to make sure that I don't want you dead on in these streets <laughs> and that's what it is I want you to be okay and I want you to reach your you know your zenith and whatever you whatever steps in and trials and tribulations you have to go through, I'm rooting for you. Whether you're a friend or a foe, it doesn't matter. And at that point, it, 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 it doesn't come to friend or foe. It just is what it is. It's, you're just a part of the puzzle that's my life. And every part of that puzzle has its, its own importance. But as a whole, it all leads to the bigger picture of what God wants. So, yes, there's no ill malice to anybody and nor to myself. I'm all part of a big puzzle. And I'm going to get there. But I think... Think, think that that's what it is. Once you stop giving your power to the offense of what led to your unforgiveness, you actually start giving your power to faith in your healing. Don't let it where your faith is so strong that the offense takes over. 
you have more faith in the offense than you do with your your power of getting over it. God already took away the offense. God already healed you. It takes you to to see it and just to let it go for forgiveness. You can do that. You can do anything. That's 70 times 70. I think my I have to I have to forgive myself 70 times 7. <laughs> Every time. Yes, I forgive everybody else, but I especially have to forgive myself. I wake up in the morning and kiss that mirror. Mwah. Good morning, beautiful. I forgive you. <laughs> and that little bit of guilt goes away. It chips it chips away. Because it's all part of that big picture. So that was episode three. <laughs> I will see you guys next week. <laughs> <laughs>